two blokes, a punt, Bucky McDonald, the big dildo, Dylan. Dildo, how are you, brother? Doing really well this week. I'm a bit up and about at the moment. So, oh, uh, good man. I can see you've got your uh, Port Adelaide Guernsey on. Yeah, it was the uh, intra-club match today. So I watched. I didn't actually get to watch that much of it because um, I was I was doing work. Um, and yep. Nor did I watch the intra-club while I was at work. Can't no, you would that. never do that. I would right. never do that. Um, but in saying that, apparently Josh Sin had a very good game, the young draftee. So yeah. not from um, not from not from you know me knowing or anything. Yeah, you know, just what I heard. Just from what just from what you've read when you got home. Um. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I love I love it. I love it. You know, true <laughs> true workaholic you are. Yeah. Well, in saying that, I did. I, there were some very positive things that come out during the week about Port Adelaide. Now we posted a four million dollar profit for the year, which uh, oh, as an accountant that gets me gets me going a little bit, you know. You know up on an eight million sure. like four million dollar loss last year, so yeah. eight million dollar turnaround. I'm sure Koshi will be licking his lips. Uh, I can't say what Koshi would be doing, but it's, um, mm. it would be uh, not safe for listeners' ears, I think. Look, you you can, but you can't say it on morning TV. So yeah, it's more towards your SBS on Friday nights at about ten o'clock. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, with subtitles. With subtitles, yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, look, massive game earlier this week. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, the Australia and Sri Lanka um, T20 number game number three. No, because oh. you know my opinion on a T20. Uh, look, I'm talking about the Super Bowl. Yes. Oh, now, yeah, I forgot that happened. You know. Yeah, and no, I thought you would. <laughs> uh, now, this is one that I actually watched. Um, I watched the, the build-up to it, all the people in the tailgate getting interviewed who were just absolutely <sighs> off their head. Um, then, actually, sorry, I don't mean cutting here, but... No. I think maybe not next year, the year after, we uh, we organise a work trip to go to the Super Bowl. Not to the actual Super Bowl because we'll never be able to afford the ticket, but we just go yeah. to the tailgate party. <laughs> uh, mate, look, I, I have actually walked through a tailgate party uh, when I attended the... Uh, Dolphins and the Bengals. Right. That was three years ago when the Bengals were still shit. Yes. I walked through it. The smells, the sounds, everything just had me written all over it. <laughs> I was just, oh, this is where I want to be. This oh. is where I want to be. I like the sound. I think I, I think this is our first workplace strip, you know. Yeah, I just, I honestly, like, there was an atmosphere in a car park. It was, yep. it was bloody good. Um, but anyway, look, I'll get back to uh, the game, which was actually kicked off by the Rock. 
Um, he stood. He stood there in his maroon on maroon oh. out outfit, and look, he gave he gave a pretty good uh, warm up, but also I felt like the players just wanted to get on with it. Yeah, I found it a little bit weird that the players were there. Like what they probably should have done is had him on the sideline like while the players were warming up or something like that not like as they're about to kick off yeah like I, I thought maybe have him introduce the teams as they run out that could have been yeah 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 no, that would have been um, all right. yeah I thought that would have been a better way to go but look it's the rock he can do whatever the fuck he wants this um, is also very true yes yeah so um, the game itself was very entertaining. Uh, my bets were no good, uh, but the game itself was really good. There was a few little calls by the refs um, that potentially could have changed the game. Mm-hmm. One of them was uh, the Bengals' second touchdown to take the lead. There was actually offensive pass interference where the... Um, Bengals wide receiver took Jalen Ramsey down by his face mask and then caught the ball and went all the way to the end zone. Um, clear as day, took him down by the face mask. But And then at the end of the just, game, there was sorry. a few... Yep. Just on that, uh, aren't, isn't there any of the coaches challenge type situation? Uh, yes, there is. Uh, but None of them were used. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah, I found it quite interesting as well, especially on a play that big in a game that big. That big. Uh, and then there was a few calls uh, very late in the game when uh, the Rams were on their game-winning drive that were a little bit sceptical as well. But look, if it goes one way, it's got to go the other way, I think. So. Yeah. That's, as um, I was going to say, is quite often you'll find they eventually even out a little bit, unless yeah. it's, unless it's for the Port Adelaide game, in, in which case it's always against us. <laughs> yeah, look, um, one of the wide receivers for the Rams, Van Jefferson, um, he didn't have a massive game by any standard. Um, he had four receptions for twenty-three yards on eight targets. Uh, yep. But I thought I thought he was actually quite consistent there. He ran good routes, had good hands, and fought for yards after a catch, uh, and then got notified straight after the game that his wife was in labour. So yes. he so he packed up his kids just after he won the Super Bowl. His kids were still at the Super Bowl. Packed them up. And had a quick shower and took off straight to the hospital. Like that's that's a fair effort. And for his wife to tell the team, don't tell him until we've won. Like that's a. I, I did see this, and that that, that is next level. Uh, very, I think in a way a bit hard for him too, because then you go, you've just won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But then your wife's just given birth. Like, you know, where do you celebrate? You know, in the middle. 
You're celebrating yeah. in the middle somewhere. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you take the newborn to the Super Bowl celebrations? I just just put it on the trophy. <laughs> put it in the drill, yeah. No, no, no. It's no a, I, I just remembered it. It's a, yes, no, that's more about this. It, yes. it is a football. Yes. Um, look, uh, Cincinnati definitely had their chances uh, in the third quarter, I believe it was. I I believe Joe Burrows got sacked five times in that quarter. Jesus. Yeah, like if their offense, like that's their main weakness, their offensive line. Um, like all the games I've seen them play, I've seen, like I've probably seen four of their games, like just in the playoffs. Yep. And Burrows has been sacked probably close to 25 times in those four games. Yeah, right. So I think that's their um, that's what they need to do this off season. They need to upgrade their offensive line, and they're definitely within a shot. Um, you look at Joe Burrows; he's only in his second year in the league, and they call him Joe Cool for a reason. Yeah, he, uh, he's a very cool character. He's he's a really tough kid. Didn't let the moment get to him, um, and you know, twenty two. Completions on 33 attempts for 263 yards. That's a good day out. Um, didn't throw any interceptions. Yeah, like I thought he played quite well. All in all, I thought it was a really good game and uh, the halftime show was phenomenal. Oh, was it ever? Was it ever? Yeah. Now, look, I've seen quite a few halftime shows in my time, but I'll put that right up there, probably number one, closely followed by Bruno Mars, actually. Bruno Mars had an awesome set. Well, not going to lie, I I do love a bit of Bruno. Um, yeah. He pumps out some tunes. Yeah, like, just for anyone who hasn't seen it or anything, just look up um, Bruno Mars' halftime show. It's well worth a watch. I I remember watching it and just going, this little guy kills it. And he does all he does all his own choreography and everything. Um, it was good to see 50 Cent uh, drop down from the rafters. But uh, I did actually see a comment that 50 Cent was on the Zach Randolph diet. <laughs> yes, I saw that. And oh, I was uh, initially, I was, I was like, I was like, oh, it doesn't look like that. And then I watched the performance. And I went, oh, yep, oh, I can see yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's Zach Randolph. Uh, yeah, I was like, geez, it might be my yeah. brothers. Long lost yeah. brothers. I think it's the same person, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. But no, look, I thought it was a really good game. Uh, I thought the Rams probably deserved to win. Um, glad to see Matt Stafford get some recognition. He wasn't the MVP, which was good. Um, Cooper Cup got that, who I said to you earlier this year was an absolute star because you somehow got involved in an NFL fantasy team without oh, knowing I, what NFL is. I, pro- I probably should actually check how I went in those leagues. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he Cooper played a, a great game. Um, and then, yeah, look, I, 
I'd like to stop hearing the talk of Matt Stafford going to the Hall of Fame now. He does not have anywhere near enough accolades to even be in the conversation. If he can win another couple of rings and maybe even get his name near an MVP, um, then maybe. But like he's never even been in the conversation for an MVP and they want to put him in the Hall of Fame. Like, Take, you've just won a Super Bowl. That's it. Like, no biggie. But yeah, anyway, yeah. not to take anything away from him. Look, he's won a Super Bowl. He's got like a seventy thousand dollar ring to put on his finger now. Whatever the bloody hell they're worth. Yeah, they're quite nice. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, nah, look, uh, that's my little rant, right, about the Super Bowl. All in all, good game, good halftime show, nine and a half out of ten. Nine and a half out of ten? Nice. Yep, yep. Nice. Yep. What could have they done to improve it? Uh, I think the rock situation. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, just sort of left me hanging a little bit. Um, not in a good way, just... Like, get it on, get it on, get it on. Not, geez, the rock's off. Yeah, so I was still, I was still waiting for him to do. Can you smell what the rock is cooking at the end? I thought he. Well, was, he did it. He was shaping up he, for it. He did the eyebrow. He did do the eyebrow. But yeah, uh, I was, <laughs> I was waiting for him to. Uh, he, he posted up as if he was going to do it, and I was like, oh, mate, please, yeah. just, oh. Would have been would have been great, but well, no, he didn't. He said he did say, um, and all the millions watching at home, and then the crowd didn't go, and millions, because <laughs> that's what used to happen. Like, and then yes, if he did do, if you smell what the rock is cooking, like, would he have done the tongue and just gone, Mah. like I yeah, probably really to. highly doubt that. I really highly doubt that. Um, I don't see the tooth fairy doing that. Well, I was just going to say, you know, the uh, WrestleMania is coming up and he could have been, you know, yeah, making a play to to Vince McMahon to say, you know, I'm ready to go. When is bloody WrestleMania? I've lost track of when WrestleMania is. I've got no idea. It's normally like March or something, isn't it? I have a feeling it's coming up in like a month or two's time. Yeah, right. Any of our listeners know when WrestleMania is, just drop us a line and, geez, we might even do a WrestleMania special. I doubt I know anyone who's wrestling these days, but... Uh... Uh, Brock Lesnar has a ponytail. It's about as much as I know. What? Yep. Look it up. Look it up. You sure it's just not his daughter? I thought that. Then, um, it's not. Yeah, right. Because he's yeah. his daughter. His daughter is one scary looking dude. I don't want to know. <laughs> I, I wanna, I, oh, one Brock Lesnar is enough in the world. I no, no. Do it right now. Go oh. on the Googles. Go oh. on the Googles and oh. look up Brock Lesnar's daughter. I'll do it our on the phone. Need, yeah, our listeners need to hear this uh, response. I won't do it on the work computer. Um, they might be thinking, "Yeah, um, what's going on with Dylan?" Yeah, and then, Lesnar daughter. 
Oh my lord! Yeah, it's Brock Lesnar, isn't it? <laughs> uh, gonna, it's uh, oh, that's no. It is know. built like a brick shit house. Oh, I didn't need to see that tonight. <laughs> I was hoping to have a nice, good weekend, and now you come in, and now I thought, oh, I can't even close my eyes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a ripper. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Oh. All righty. Uh, look, let's move on. Uh, you want to have a quick chat about, well, actually, what a segue from Brock Lesnar into UFC. Yes. So it was an absolute, well, it was peaked as an absolute ripper of a card. Um at Houston, in Houston, um, you know, we had a few Aussies, a few New Zealanders on the card. Um, you had, um, oh, we may as well start with the main event. Uh, you had Israel Adesanya versus Robert Whitaker. Um, I think a few people would say that it was a bit of a, a slow and a bit of a boring fight. Um, it was very technical. That's what I would say in terms of. There was a lot of feints and things like that. Um, it was a case of, I think, Israel did enough to retain his title without uh, doing, like, sort of putting him in a compromise, himself in a compromising position. Um, yeah. Well, in that in that situation, you know, the challenger's got to, like, definitely win. Yep. You know? Um, yep. They've got the harder battle. Yep. Like in, you know, they've yeah. they've got the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and that, that's it. And and um, you know, it's 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 nothing against Israel. Like, like he fought a great fight. Um, Robert fought an absolute great fight as well. Um, I think it's it's it puts him in an interesting position for the the like sort of the title there in the terms of oh, I still think Robert Whitaker is by far probably the second best um, middleweight um, after Israel. Um, but you can't, you can't, can't sort of go back straight into a, a third fight straight away, um, which is interesting gonna, because... Yeah, that was going to be my question. Will, will there be a third fight? I think there will be eventually. Um, but like, that's, why, that's why I feel sorry for Robert because... Um, he's fallen short again. He's going to go back, and you know, he did a lot of work to get back to the title fight. Um, he even, I think, he was actually offered the title fight a bit earlier than now, and but he decided to take a few more fights to really get going. Um, but that's the thing. I look at the sort of the list that they've got there, and he sort of um, had been through most of the list that are below him as well. So. Um, not really Just sure what he's going to do. Just get him back into it. No, I, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I, what, there, there was one thing that was floated, um, and that was Whitaker. A three-way, a three-way, a three-way fight. Well, yeah, we do that. See who wins. You know, they do it in WWE. Why can't they do it in UFC? You know? Yeah, it's all the same stuff. <laughs> but yeah, no, there, there was there's there, someone post. Someone made a comment of maybe. Um, Whitaker could drop down a weight class. Um, oh, yeah. I'm just trying to remember. I always get confused as to what's 
what weight class. Um, um, but oh, it's the weight class will be the Kamara Usman weight class. Mm, um, yeah. I'm just trying to remember what it is. I'm really bad at this. Welterweight. Um, so drop down to welterweight. And so we'll fight a few blokes down there, see how he goes. Um, he has fought down there before. So that was the other sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, don't know where that's going to go from there. Um, yeah. Leads into probably one of my biggest, well, not biggest surprises, um, biggest surprises in terms of how it happened. And that's the Tai Tuovasi, Tuovasa and Derek Lewis fight. Shuey. Vasa. Yeah, bam, bam. Um, I was, it was a great fight. I was very, when they initially put it together, I was a bit iffy because I wasn't sure if Ty, you know, there's a big leap from sort of the top three or four down. I wasn't sure if Ty had, you know, had the sort of skills and whatnot to push the top four. Um, definitely proved he did. He went toe-to-toe with Derek Lewis and not many people are able to do what or withstand what he withstood. Um, he copped a few big hits. I was going to say, he got rocked a couple of times, didn't he? He got rocked a couple of times. And, um, yeah, he landed a vicious, vicious elbow. And um, it was – I'm very happy because I think, I think Ty, you know, he's 27 or something. He's a young kid. He's going he's gonna to be up there for a while, hopefully. So um, – and knows how to celebrate. He went straight to Cancun um, and he's yeah, having the time of his life. So um, <laughs> just going to say, if you've got Instagram, I would highly suggest following Ty Tuovasi. Um, and us does, here. And us. And us. And us. And us. Yeah, thank you. Um, he, he put some good stuff up. So, um, But yeah, the other, the other, there was a couple of other little fights that I just want to mention. Um, the Jared Cannonier. Derek Brunson fight, which Jared Kennedy knocked out Derek Brunson. It was a bit of a back and forth, and then sort of Kennedy got on top, um, which is going to be the next title fight at middleweight will be Kennedy versus um, Adesanya. Um, so that was a good little one. They wanted one of them to come out and make a big statement. Kennedy came out and made the statement. So um, yeah. There's that one. Another one is a little bit of an unknown, or not unknown, but a bit like a bit of an overlooked one, and that was Bobby Green. Um, first, Nazrat. Not even going to say his last name. <laughs> not even going to attempt it. Um, but Bobby Green, he's an absolute machine. Uh, this bloke, he's had a pretty rough life, but he's just come in and he just stood and went bang, bang with this bloke. It went to decision, but it was a good fight. It was one of my favourite fights. And then the other one, the last one, is Kyla Phillips versus Marcelo Rojo. Um, Kyla Phillips, he's, an, he's starting to put together some good things. He's 10-2. and two, um, Submitted this bloke and did it in style. Um, I think he's going to be another bloke that's going to come through in the next year or so that's going to... Um, that's in the bantamweight division, but it's, he's going to cause some issues, I think. Yeah, so, I, do, I do have I do have one question for you. Is it about Blood Diamond? Yes. Uh, 
Oh, how can I say this? I think Blood Diamond may need to find a new job. Oh, right. <laughs> no, in that, I didn't get to watch a fight, so I don't know how it actually went, but he did lose by submission in the first round. Oh, okay. So as I said, I don't know. I don't know how it went. I don't. I. I, I, well, I know how it went, but I didn't get to actually um, yep. see the fight. So I don't know how. Whether, but I'm looking at the stats, and it kind of looks quite bad. Okay. Um, All right. It was twenty-three, well, twenty-seven total strikes to three. Um. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> We'll, look, we'll just we'll just leave that there. We won't bring him up again. No, I'll, I'll talk about him again. Like when next time he fights, I, I don't know if there will be a next time in the US. <laughs> yeah. if, if there is, if there it is, I'll bring pub. him up again. Yeah, I, I will be. I'll be following Blood Diamond if he's still in the UFC. I'll be following him closely, because um, he could potentially become a fan favorite of mine. Yeah, righto. All righty. Well, look, let's wrap that up on a bloody note and uh, we'll move into a glamorous segment which is choice of two with two blokes now dildo you're gonna ask that you're gonna ask first lovely i like this i i took last week so uh last week two weeks ago um so yeah well all on you now, mate. All on me. All righty. Um, All-Star Weekend. Yes. Who wins the dunk contest? Uh, look, I actually Do you even know Obi, who's in it? <laughs> yeah. I actually think Obi, Obi Toppin might win it. Obi Toppin? Yeah. Uh, okay. Got, yeah. Look, I can rattle off the names for you. You've got uh, Jalen Green, Obi Toppin, Cole Anthony and JTA. Right. Uh, I don't mean to be rude here, but you can't be having these. Like, no offence, none of them are really massive, massive names, are they? They're not big names, but Jalen Green can jump out of the gym. He can. He can. He can. But, uh, look, I was actually hoping to see Jar Marian or something in there. Um, But, look... I think it's just the way of the like the really big guys. They just go, ah, we'll let the young kids do this, and just just go back to the days where we had Jordan in the dunk contest and like actual names. Kobe. Yeah, it shits me. Yeah. It it actually shits me. Like, oh, you've been in the league for two years. Oh, you've dunked three times in a game. I will put you in the dunk contest. Yep. That motherfucker shouldn't be there. Nope. Like, nope. yeah, I'm. A, I'm actually. I used to be really excited for the dunk contest, and now I'm more excited for the fucking skills challenge. Yeah. I should have put that down as one of my questions. <laughs> uh, look, I think I think Team Rookie will win. Has to. It's yeah. got the most skillful player in the world on there. On their team. Exactly right. Exactly. Good old Joshy boy. He should lead Australia. Three, three in a row. Yes. 
three in a row. What a man. Now, leads me into my next question. Three-point contest. Uh, this one's a little bit tougher for me. Um, a lot of people talk about Trey Young, but I think Trey Young's shot is a little bit inconsistent, especially for a three-point contest. Um, I'm going to, like, Luke Kennard, at one stage today, he was six from seven from deep. Yep. Um, I'm just a bit worried about his stroke and whether or not he'll get tired. Uh, look, I think Desmond Bain's going to go very well. And Carl Anthony Towns has a really nice stroke from outside. And I did notice he was at $11. Um, so look, I, I think Cat might surprise a few, but I'm actually going to go with Desmond Bain. And I think uh, Fred Van Fleet from the Raptors is going to go quite well as well. So pretty much what you're telling me is this is going to be the closest three-point contest ever and they're all going to go well. No. No. I, do. Uh, I really like Zach Levine. Um, I think he might be out of his depth. I don't think Trey Young will go too well. Uh, like I said, Luke Kennard. Probably he's gonna he's gonna tire on his last two racks. Um, I think Cat might tire on his last rack. Um, as much as I like Cat, and you know I like Cat, um, I don't think he's going to win the three point contest. He'll put up a score though. But yeah, I'll I'll go Desmond Bain. Second will be Fred Van Fleet. All right, I'm just gonna write those down. So you had maybe Toppin, and you had. Desmond. Yeah. And Team Rookie. Into Freddie. Team Rook. Okay. I'll, we'll revisit that next week. Beautiful. See how we go. Uh, go back to the Super Bowl and I'll, uh, should Cup have won the MVP? Was he deserving a deserving MVP winner? Yes, for his fourth quarter. He got like three-man coverage put on him and was still catching the ball in really tight spots and fighting for yards. Uh, look, the only other candidate from the Rams I could come up with is uh, Donald on the defensive end. Uh, yep. I thought he played a good game, but there's probably a little bit of media bias there. Like they just kept slamming him like, Look at this guy go! Look at him go! Like he's an absolute weapon. But yeah, no, I think I think Cooper Cup deserved it. Yeah, fair enough. I can can stand that. Okay. Uh, will the Rams go back to back? No, I don't believe so. Okay. Easy, easy. Uh, yeah, this one's a bit of an interesting one. I don't know if they do it in the in the NRL, but. Should the AFL have a regional round in terms of they've got a country round, but in terms of actually going to the regions and playing games? Yes, they should. Uh, the NRL does do this to an extent. Um, like we go to Leichhardt Oval, 
which is Balmain's home ground. Yep. Uh, there's a few games uh, like Cairns, that sort of area. And then our city versus country game is normally um, around Coffs Harbour, I believe, yep. um, as well. So, um, yeah, 100%. They, they've got to take the games out to the people because some people just can't get to the major hubs to see a game. And it might be their only chance for the year, so they're obviously going to buy a ticket. Yep. Fair enough. I like it. Now, this is my... Should Lawn Bowls clubs, Lawn Bowl clubs, implement a Barefoot Bowls league where, you know, you get entice a few of the young lads, young ladies to come down, have a few beers, have a, you know, get some people into the sport at an early age. Uh, funny you mention that because Toke actually does. We have a, yeah. Right. We have a, we have a Monday night social bowls comp. I might have to move to Toke. I did tell you that today. <laughs> no, I still not moving to Toke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, look, um, I think... If the interest is there, um, like there's school-aged kids out there playing with their parents uh, or their grandparents, uh, blokes our age out there having a roll and a few beers, then there's like the old-timers who just love it. Um, and, yeah, you just first different teams every week and, yeah, like just do it in daylight saving hours. I think it's a great idea. Uh, next question is Zion the new Greg Oden? You buddy stole one of my questions. Oh, I, I won't say anything on it. You give your answer, and I, and yeah, no, okay, I'll go to the next. Question: Should Paddy Mills have been an all-star reserve? No. Just gonna let that one go. Might even go there. Now this one here. Second last question: Should Australia start to implement? a college or a university sports program or programs like they have in the NBA or over in the US, sorry. No, I don't believe so. Mainly due to the fact of fan bases. I don't think Australia will get into college ball or college football um, over here. So, like, if we have, like, a university competition that leads, like, it's got some of the best young talent in in the country uh, playing, I do not believe that we will, that it will be viable. Um, like, you just look at the crowds that we get to some sporting games and you go, oh, shit, there's 12,000 people there. Like, they're getting... 25,000 to a college NFL game. Yeah. I'd get more than that, but yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's um, I, yeah, I just, I don't believe that um, the numbers will support that. I'd love to see it, but I don't think it'll work. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, last question. Not sport related, but I just want to test your musical knowledge here. Oh, uh, well, actually, it, it is in line, or in a way, it is in line with the Super Bowl halftime show. Yep. Can you name the band, or well, the group, the band, or the artist? I should just say the artist who won the first ever hip hop Grammy. Ooh. NWA. Nope. <laughs> I'm only saying that because could you imagine their speech? <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do you want another guess? Um, yeah, I do. Do you want a hint? Yeah. We love him. Sorry? We love him. Oh, it's Biggie Smalls. Nope. Who else do we love? I will read you the name of the song and the two artists. The two artists. Yes. You won't actually believe it. Oh, I've actually lost it. I've lost um, I accidentally typed over it. This, this is, is what I this is what I get for looking up Brock Lesnar's daughter. This is a sporting show, Dylan. Your bloody oh, music. I, sh- I assume it was someone who performed. No. All right, awesome. The song is "Parents Just Don't Understand" by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Ah. There you go. Will Smith, Will Smith, the Fresh Prince, was the first ever hip-hop Grammy winner. There you go. I read that in his book. I was very surprised. I didn't believe him. And then I looked it up. And fun fact was that because it was uh, the first time that the hip-hop award was given, uh, a lot of the hip-hop artists boycotted it. Yeah. So... He Will Smith wasn't actually in the venue to receive the Grammy. Yeah, okay. So I still would have loved. To, I still would have loved to have heard NWA's um, speech if they won something like that. I, I agree. I but also, as I said, is it at that time hip hop was a bit. Can't oh yeah. Have that. And so I, I don't think that once again they they boycotted for a few a few years because of that. So I feel like even if they won one, they wouldn't have been there to take Oh, God. Award. That would have been a safe bet. <laughs> so there All you right. go. Bit of trivia little for bit you. Of tri- yeah, a bit of trivia yeah. for everyone. Yeah. All right. So look, my first question is a little bit sport related, okay. but a little, bit, a little bit personal related as well for me. Okay. Uh, should I buy... Horace Grant-like goggles to ride with my postie. Yes. Thought so. Told I've got you. some if you want. Yeah, but yours would be prescription. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've got enough trouble staying upright on that thing. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, look, I'm actually going to ask you an NRL question. Throw it at me. I'm all about the NRL. 
Are Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai the best halves combination in the league? Just trying to remember who else there is. Yep. Yeah, right on. Uh, is Zion, Zion, Greg Oden 2.0? No, I agree with you, but I think our reasoning might be a little bit different. Yes, yeah, it may be. Uh, do you think Josh Giddy will go down as Australia's best basketball player? Yeah, yes. Anthony Davis is out for another four weeks. Yes. Is Lee Jian about to pull the pin on him? No, he won't. Won't? No, I don't. Besides Vince Carter... Who has the greatest contest dunk? Zach Levine. Coming from the place that didn't win. Uh, and that was because he was robbed by Dwayne Wade, if I remember correctly. Was that was that was that Zach Levine that got robbed by Dwayne Wade? No. No. That was only a couple of years ago. I think that was... No, it was Aaron Gordon, wasn't it? He went over Taco. I I thought Aaron Gordon won and Levine didn't. Or might might have been that Levine won. This is a couple of years ago when Aaron Gordon went over the mascot underneath his legs. That's when Gordon won. Oh, I can't remember anymore. But I'm still going to say Zach Levine. Right on, Zach Levine. Are you giving Bradley Beal a super max? No, no. I think just because he's the best player on the Wizards doesn't mean you're guaranteed a super max. Will he get one? Yes, he will. Should he get one? No, he shouldn't. Yeah. Supermax should only, I think there should only be about 10 players in the league that should get a Supermax. Yeah, probably not even. Not even 10. Uh, what do you feel is a bigger day? Grand final day or Anzac day for the AFL? Oh. It's hard. It is hard. That's why I asked it. Because the Anzac Day, you guarantee it's always a fairly decent clash. Where Grand Final Day, I think, has started to slip a little bit. I'll go neither and go the showdown. <laughs> nah, I would, I would, I would go. You got to go the Grand Final, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. Righto. Just letting you know that I, I've already got tickets to Anzac Day, so shove that up your butthole. 
I don't, I don't, I don't like any of the acetone or Collingwood. So. Neither do I, but I really like free alcohol all day. I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have played in the NBA. Sam Powell Pepper had a blinder in that intra club game that we spoke about earlier. Yeah, did you know that? Mm. I'll do my research. Uh, I can tell you that he kicked three goals in the first half, two from outside 50, and they were both within a couple of minutes. You got bored on your way home and you watched the intra club, didn't you? No, I just read it. Oh. Uh, will he be in port? Best 22 come round one, considering he was the emergency sub the end of last year. If so, who makes way? I think, and I am just going to say this, he should easily be in our best 22 each week. Uh, is an absolute travesty that he isn't. Um, I get quite angry about it, but I'm looking. I'm just looking at our team from last year, and there is one name very easily that should not be on that. Not should should not be in that team, and that is Stephen Motlop. Does he play like an inside mid? No, but he shouldn't be. <laughs> okay. Look, I, I didn't specify that he's got to play. See, look at that. Did you see me using an mm-hmm. AFL term then of an inside mid? You did. See, I, I'm learning. I think, I think I, this is the, I'm just going to say this. How old, have you seen Sam Power Pepper? Yes. How old is he? Or how old do you think he is? Uh, he's only like 23 or something, isn't he? I'm just actually looking that up. I thought he was. I can't he's young. The exact age. He is. He's 24. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember the he's, first time I saw him, I was like, that motherfucker's like 40. Yep. He, and this is what annoys me, is that he should be pushing through to be him and Willem Drew as the next up and comings for that Port Adelaide midfield. Unfortunately, I don't know why. Like, I know he's had a few off field dramas. Um, hopefully that's over. This year, he's having a kid at the moment, about to have a kid, so hopefully that helps. But he had he, he needed to have a big preseason, according to a few people in the Port Adelaide circles, and I hope he has, because I love him. Mate, I think he's a beast. He hasn't missed a session. He shouldn't. Awesome. Hey, look, yeah. Mate, I'm, I'm all over this Sam Power Pepper shit. Right. Mate, everyone should be. Sam Power Pepper. Love him. I've done my research. All right, last one. You ready? Yep. Melbourne, Port, Geelong, Brisbane, the Dogs, the Swans, the Giants, and the Bombers. They were the top eight last year. Yep. Who, or who, if any, misses the top eight this year? There's one club I want to say. Every, every, I think for the last few years, they shouldn't have made the eight, but somehow they keep making the eight. 
and that is Geelong. Yep. But I think Essendon might. It'll be between Essendon and Geelong out of those ones that will drop out. Who replaces them? That's a very good question. Very good question. So, so yeah, this is this is another this is another controversial topic. I would like to see Carlton make the eight. I think they've got a very good team. The only thing that will they've hurt lost. them is injuries. Yeah, well, they've already lost Walsh, haven't they? They've already lost Sam Walsh. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like you sit there and you go, you got Sam Walsh and Sam Doherty out. Um, hopefully, Charlie Kerno will be back. I think Charlie Kerno and Harry McCoy are going to be a, a fearsome duo. Um, they've recruited really well with Adam Adam Chera and George Hewitt. I like George Hewitt a lot. Um, providing they're as I said, providing they're able to have their best team healthy, oh, I see. I see them making yep. it. Righto. All righty. That was easy for you. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there, I'm sitting there looking. There's a number of teams that I think will drop out. Uh, oh, not drop out. Sorry, will we'll like drop down. You know, West Coast and ninth, like finished ninth last year. I don't see them being there. They've got an absolute ripper midfield, but I think they're starting to get a bit aging. Um, they'll be up around it, but they, yeah, St Kilda, I, they will be an interesting bunch. Um, they're another one that gets decimated by injuries, but that's their own fault, I feel like. Freo will be an interesting case. Yeah, I don't know. But there you go. It's... All righty. Well, look, we're only, what, four weeks away from the season starting, so... Oh, gee, I completely forgot all about that. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to do my AFL special shortly. You are, yep. Yeah. Look, I'll, yeah, give, we... I'll give you three weeks. I'll give you three weeks. Oh, we've got to be, oh, three weeks. The 11th. I can do the 11th. I can have I can have a special done by the 11th. Yeah, because I've got to do my NRL one too. But uh, look, let's, uh, let's move into this upcoming weekend. Obviously, we have the All-Star Weekend, yep. which is normally a great show. Uh, Look, I'm just going to get. I've already given you most of my predictions. Um, not too worried about the rising star this year. I'm still a little bit unsure of how that's going to work. So I'm just going to leave that alone. And I think Team LeBron's going to win. To be honest, I don't even know. I, I gave up because I don't like the formats. So I don't even know who's on what team. Yeah. But yeah, purely simply because it's Team LeBron, I hope Kevin Durant's team wins. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see here we go. I think uh, I think Team LeBron will win. What's your pick for the dunk contest? Well, I find it really hard because oh, I don't I don't really know how good of a dunk as the rest of the you know yeah. guys are. I know Jalen Green can jump out of his skin as we spoke about. So I'm going to say Jalen Green. But it wouldn't surprise me if he fails. 
Yeah. And what about the three-point contest? I would absolutely love, love for my boy Paddy Mills to win it. Yeah. Uh, but I have, I'm just a little bit worried about his stroke. Um, yeah. Well, he, I'm pretty sure, either, I'm pretty sure it's Reggie Miller. It's either Reggie Miller or Kenny Smith every year. Every year they say it is that he might be a great in-game shooter, but the three-point contest is a whole new level. Um, yeah, it's a different ball game. And, and you'll find, and that's what they said, is that uh, you'll find people who do well in it are ones that have a smooth, not massive, like, jump in their yeah. stroke or anything like that. It's, um, yeah, which I feel you watch Paddy Mills when he shoots in game and he has quite a, quite a jump. Yeah, and that, that's just his height playing a role. Um, yeah, but yeah, look, I, I think I think it's going to be a pretty interesting three point contest. Yes, uh, I still think Des, Desmond Bain will win. I think he's got a really nice stroke and his shot really suits the three point contest. Um, but look, let's move into our best bets for the weekend. Yep, um, I'll go first. That'd and... be nice. <laughs> Uh, I've actually, because uh, there's no basketball on, uh, wasn't too keen on any soccer legs or anything. Uh, I've actually gone straight out on Nature Strip um, to win. Uh, I think uh, the Black Caviar uh, Lightning Stakes is a great race. There's plenty of depth in this. But I do think that Nature Strip's going to win. I think he's going to be too strong. Like, he's the best sprinter in the world. He won this race last year fresh. He's coming up to this fresh. Uh, Jamie Carr's on board. I think, yeah, I just think he's going to be too strong. So, um, yeah, I've got him at $2.60 and happy just to throw down on that. I like it. Well, yeah, I kind of do. I kind of like it. Um, I'm in a way going against you and I think as soon as I say this horse's name, you will scoff at me or go that you knew that I'm going to pick it. <laughs> Righto, give it to me. I'm going to go Geetra. No, I'm only joking. I'm not going to get you. I'm going Master Trader to replace at $2.35. Uh, I'm yeah. going to whack $25 on him. Uh, you know, I like my mask. Mask boy is a good horse, I think. <sighs> That's better than your bloody first horse. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, Gaitra does okay. Um, but, you know, no, I think I'm a little bit worried about it, but at the same time, um, I, as I said, I, 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 I like, I like Mark's Crusader Who, a lot. Who's on board that? Is that Mark Zara? Who's, nah, I'm not sure who's on board. Jai McNeil. Oh, Mark Zara's on, on Gidra. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I like, I like Mark's Crusader a lot. Um, hopefully he can pull the chocolates for me. Um, but in saying that, 
I'm really I'm really torn because there's a, it's such a good race. There's so many good horses in here. Another one was Eduardo. I like I like Eduardo a lot. Uh, but I think Eduardo needs the um the speed taken out of Italy. He likes a bit of a soft track. Yep. Um so yeah, I'm gonna go Mars Crusader. Uh, to place at two dollars thirty-five, um, twenty-five dollars on that, and then my next horse. Sorry, I'm just trying to find where it's gone. Here it is. Is up in Sydney. I'm looking at the race and I'm not seeing too much. Not massive competition. I'm a little bit worried about the size of the field. But that is Mighty Bill. No, oh, fucking knew you were going to go Mighty Bill. Uh, Tommy Berry on board. Um, I'm willing to forgive the last race. Um, yeah, punters aren't. Yeah, I know that, but I'll apologise for that. Um, last race was 1600. Um, it's back up to 1900, which is sort of where it likes to likes to roam um at three dollars seventy can't pass it up so i'll oh, be going 25 dollars on mighty bill especially with the good old money back if it comes second or third yeah yeah it'd be nice if they included fourth this weekend but anyway can't. it'd be lovely yeah can't be too picky but we're gonna win anyway so that's all right. That's exactly right. That's all right. All right, let's wrap this up on a winning note. Um, look, Dylan, you have a great weekend, mate. You take it easy. Don't share no. in that pork guernsey. Oh, hang on. Oh, I was going to say, I'm not taking it easy. Um, I have signed myself up to do a seven and a half kilometre walk and talk on Sunday. Oh, um, my God. So, if anybody from work is listening, I will not be in on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> but in saying that, I, I, I've got a nice cool down after the walk and talk of playing nine holes of golf. Oh, geez, half your luck. Half so, your there could be luck. potential. The way that I play, there's potential that Dylan is going to have about a 15 kilometres of walking done on Sunday. And that's just on the course. Yeah, yeah. No. All right, mate. Well, look, don't, don't take it easy. Um, just remember, life short. Life short, stunt it. Um, and I'll talk to you over the weekend when we're chatting about our winners. But look, for all our listeners, thanks for listening. Gamble responsibly. And I will speak to you next week. Stay sweet. See you later, fans.